In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. Are you ready for some football? All right, what is going on, guys? It's Triple Threat back with another one. Yes. And today, we're going to be covering a couple subjects, so this is not one of our little updates. Technically, it is, but it's two different updates. Yeah, pretty much. So we're talking about the Texans and the Russell Wilson fiasco over in Seattle. Yes, for real though. That's there going on. So stay tuned. Yep. So I guess we'll kick it off with the whole thing about the Texans because everyone loves hearing about the Texans. Oh my gosh, dude. The Texans have helped <laughs> us out so much, bro. Listening goes, you know what I'm yep. saying? As far as topics about and rage and rant about on the mm-hmm. episode, the Texans, bro, have been feeding us. Feels like it. And I would like to say, yes, and I would like to say that Bill O'Brien and the Texans are the main reason why we have a very, very, um, in our term, uh, I wouldn't say wealthy, I'd say. Uh, prosperous episode that we released back in October. Oh, uh, yes. Our Bill O'Brien being fired, and I can't remember what else it was about. Um, yeah. I remember that, that that episode. That bad. Yeah, that bad boy got over 300 plays, uh-huh. which is good in our in our eyes. Yeah. But all right, so. Bill O'Brien is old news. On to the Texans. What have they done this time, Sammy? Please fill us in. Well, first of all, they exchanged Bill O'Brien for Nick Casario, basically. Nick Casario uh, is now the general manager of the Texans. And for real, okay. it, it, it appears right now, out of Nick Casario's general, his logic his logic of thinking, which I do not understand, but like from the this uh-huh. point of view, from how I'm picking this up from right now, just looking at all the things that he's done so far, it looks like he walked into Houston, right? And he was and he just took a gun yep. to the whole Texans franchise. He dropped Duke yeah. Johnson and Nick Martin, guys, in the same week. Actually in the same like like three day span. He dropped Duke and hmm. Nick Martin. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm trying to. So they dropped a linebacker and, uh, what was he, third string running back? It, uh, yeah, offensive lineman, uh, center. Yeah, it was like, it was like a third, second, third string. I think back. he's third. They still have Carlos Hyde, don't they? Um,. I'm pretty sure. No, or I don't did. think they got Carlos anymore. 
but he he snagged. Okay, I was going to say because if they had Duke, okay, Duke I was going to say Duke Johnson, but like, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering why. Save cap space, I guess. I mean, Maybe you're not they were saving paying. very much, but like, and then you're well, dropping yeah. like one of the best but, offensive linemen. And Duke Johnson. It depends. How much back. were they paying a third string running back? That's the real question. How much were they paying him to like be able to cut it? You know, if you're paying See, a third string running back a sum of like six million in two yeah. years. I, I would cut them since they pretty much never see the field unless you run certain plays that include them. Yeah. So there is a tad of logic behind it, but overall, it's a very stupid decision. Yeah, it don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Just just looking at it straight up, I don't know. Yeah. I mean – on one side, you got a running back that got released from one from probably the worst uh, team in the NFL. Not just team, but front office in the NFL. So he's free of that. And on the other hand, you have a team that barely scrounged together about $5 million from getting rid of him. So Yeah. See, I'm trying to look at it. It's really one-sided. So, let me see. Uh, they were paying... Oh, they're paying five mil for it. So, like, that's 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 nearly for a franchise. Yeah. And then they release Nick. It's only like eight point something mil. Only eight point like seven five okay. mil. That seems kind of ridiculous. See, that doesn't even doesn't even make any sense. You've got Nick Martin, who's probably one of your better your better offensive linemen, and like you need him right now for real. You can't afford to drop a yeah. solid offensive lineman for you, especially that horrible of an offensive line. You can't afford to drop like one of your best and studded offensive line because explain to me that Nick Martin and Deshaun Watson. Connection with each other, you know. Deshaun Watson said, "Hey, this is my bro." Um, came out on socials, type of thing, and so, and yeah. so, I mean, like the connection was there. And my guy, he can't be yeah. blocking. He can't be blocking for no quarterback if he just got released. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Why release Nick Mark? It's not like he's. Because it's the it's Texans. It's not like you're paying him some bogus, I mean, like, 15-plus mil. You know what I'm saying? For a solid offensive exactly. lineman, yeah. you're paying him 8.75 mil. Like, that's all right, bro. Like, that's Like, good. just keep him on the squad. You know what I'm saying? He's one of your better offensive linemen. Drop somebody else, bro. Like, they not showing up, just David drop Johnson. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, David Johnson. David Johnson is – he's getting old, bro. Honestly. Getting old. He's a good. He's a he's solid running his, back. He's but like, past I'm his just saying, already. bro. Like, yeah. I mean, we've all. A lot of people know that right now. So like, and he he's proven it. Like he was a solid running back, in the first few games he played with the Texans. Uh, dropped some good games. You know what I'm saying? But like, 
I'm just saying, man, why yeah. get rid of Duke? Like, for real. Well, I don't understand why you get rid of a third-string running back that probably could produce better than David Johnson because he's younger. It seems as though he's, you know, got a better head on him from what, from the bit of, you know, games I've seen him play. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't understand. You're paying him $5 million for, I think it was like a one, maybe two-year deal. Mm-hmm. And, and Lord knows how much they're paying David Johnson. I know, like, cause... it doesn't make any sense, dude. David Johnson is past his prime, like way past his prime, and if he can't show up now, then you have to drop him, yeah. for real. You have to drop him. Yeah. Just be honest. I don't care how much you're paying him, release him. He's probably ta- It's probably going to cost them a lot of dead cap, and that's probably why they didn't do it. Whereas Duke Johnson, they could get all that money back. I'll bet very little of it was guaranteed. Probably close to maybe maybe an upwards of like 800, 900K was guaranteed. And then you have, you know, the rest is kind of that extra yeah to fill in and you're not losing much cap space i get that if it was a bigger deal if it if it's worth five million you're barely getting four or the full five from that i mean the only upside is you're not gaining any dead cap but still yeah Uh, um, i don't know let me see uh, I'm trying to find the information on how much they given David Johnson for real. It's like it's like eight, yeah. something around that area. But I mean, you dropping a running back who's five, he's he's a unique, real. And if you end up having to drop David Johnson during the middle of the season because he's not producing, who else is there? Yeah, and Duke Johnson on the squad. Also- and David Johnson's making if, more money than him. Yeah. And if memory serves correctly, I think Duke Johnson is only, what, 26, 27? He hasn't been in the NFL for that, for that long. Yeah. Only only about yeah. four years at least. Yeah. And you're paying him that little. I would say – and honestly, this is just me thinking about David Johnson's years way back in Carolina. Duke's only 27 years but, old. Yeah, that's what I thought. He wasn't more than 26, 27. He hasn't been in the NFL that long. David Johnson is in his, what, mid-30s? Uh, let me see this. Just a second. I think he's like 33. See, that's what I'm thinking. I might be wrong on it. Like, he's on – in terms of running back, he's on the back end. Let's be honest. Yeah. Because, you know, 20, 25, 26, 27, up to 28, that's kind of where they yeah, hit their and, prime. 21, 22. Respect my guy. He was, he was grinding whenever he was in his prime, like, for real. My guy was producing, and he was oh, doing yeah. great. Like, no disrespect to the man David Johnson, but, like, saying man 
it's not he's not producing yeah. in the now, and that's what matters. Not way back when, it's in the now for real. Exactly, and I don't know. I guess the I guess the Texans kind of think they can be sort of like uh, the Patriots or the newer tech or the newer yeah. Titans, you know that they can look at a player on another team that's not producing well and just look at them and just go, I can bring them over and refurnish, you know, refurnish them and make them a whole new player. They haven't done that yet. I believe they did that with, um, oh, that offensive lineman they picked up from Florida for a ridiculous amount of picks. Uh, Osmele? It is. I think uh, it was. No. Oh. Oh man. I think it was Osmele. Osimley? If I'm not mistaken. Osimley. Yeah. Osimley. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird name. Uh it's but, one of those you gotta say a bunch of I mean of times. they did it with him. Yeah, they did it with him. They're they tried to do it with David Johnson last year. It's not working. And that's because you don't have the right coach and you don't have the right staff. You don't have the right front office to make those choices and choose the right players yeah. for one thing. But they also can't – it's one thing when the front office can't choose the right player to come in and refurnish. It's another thing whenever the coaches and the staff cannot do anything to help the player whatsoever, no matter who they are. For real, though, and – and David Johnson is like he's like only twenty nine, is what I'm is what I'm really. I, I thought, I thought he, was he was like 30. in his thirties, but it whenever a running back hits the age of late thirties, some point in the thirties, man, you take all them hits, bro, and you get banged up good. You're wearing out. It's not like a quarterback at all, yeah. man. A quarterback can stay in there for forty something. You know what I'm saying? As we see in the Drew, yeah, Tom Brady's and all, they staying at there till they're forty something. Drew, Drew Brees, Brees, thank you. And with yeah. the running back, they normally they retire in their early thirties, stuff like that. They get, they're not out there for very long. But like, yeah. I mean, twenty nine doesn't, like I said, as in a quarterback's uh, point of view, they don't get hit or nor do they grind in the trenches like a running back does. So, like, it makes a little bit of sense. Exactly. Uh, Dave Johnson. Bro, yeah. Cardinals, no lie. Uh, I believe Carlos Hyde yeah. ain't there anymore. He's Hawks, and then you got Lamar Miller. Uh, so, yeah. Lamar Miller, that's who Lamar I was Lamar Miller, yeah. He's their backup. Yeah. I know that. I knew Duke Johnson was their third string. I knew they had someone at backup, but I couldn't remember See, who I, it was. I'd forgotten about um, Lamar but... Miller. No no disrespect to my guy because I'm pretty sure he took a 99-yard oh, yeah. yeah, touchdown, bro, to the house. Uh, I believe that was Lamar Miller. And that ball game, me were just sitting there watching that ball game because Jermaine's huge, huge Texan guy. And so – it man, it got heated a bunch of times in the past on this show because 
Like, he just wanted to rant on and on about stuff that Texans have done. For real. And it's kind of a depressing time right now. Man, bless. Bless that kid's heart. Jeremiah. Holy crap. Real, all He's Texas a Texans fan. fan and a Falcons fan. I feel sorry I for I know, him. bro. For real. Like, talk about. He's had to endure some stuff. Had to live with this. Yeah. For real. And I feel. Talk about disappointment. Yeah, I know. I feel for all the other Texans fans out there. I feel for all the Texans and Falcons fans, but it's looking up. For the, te- so, the Falcons anyway, especially, but, but like, anywho. To see what Tom, but to wrap what Tom up. says has to say yep. about Nick Casario's strategy. Yeah. But right now, we just wanted to go on about that and let y'all in on on a little yeah. so, top update. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Long story short, Texans really need help and not just yeah. on their team. They need help in the front office and they need help on the coaching staff making decisions. Anyway, so I guess we're going to take a short break. We're going to cut it off right here and we'll be back in a few. We're back. Back at it from that break. Yep. And our break is brought to you by Anchor. The best and easiest way to make a podcast. And for real, the free way. It's free, and it's so easy. You talk truth, my friend. All right, so. I know I do. (laughs) Anywho, so. Yeah. The second half of this episode is going to be spent talking about Russell Russell Wilson. Wilson. Big topic right now because, sadly, as most of you have probably already know, and Seahawks fans... I both love you and hate you, depending on what type of fan you are right now. Because, on one hand, you love Russell Wilson. On the other hand, you started this. So, I don't want to hear all these fans whining about Russell leaving, because, honestly, fan base started it. So, anyway, enough with all that. Enough with the backstory. Let's get into Russell Wilson himself. Oh, so, man, dude. Long story I, short, bro. Russell Wilson, uh, he started wanting to get a little leverage in that management, like making decisions, like building up the team, helping the team, you know, kind of putting his little hearsay there, his little two yeah. cents and everything, you know, and wanted some leverage on that team by saying, well – I could use some help on the offensive line. I got sacked way too much last year. That kind of yeah, he did. They need to protect their star QB, or else he might end up in a different place. And so he was making that statement so that the management, the management could take a hint and be like, "Hey, we don't want to lose our franchise QB for now, so let's let him stay and let's give him almost red carpet treatment to where." We all – he gets to have a – hey, to put his two cents in and help produce yeah. this team to become something better. And, and I, I mean, believe Russell Wilson was looking at the whole scenario with Deshaun Watson and the Texans, bro. Deshaun only wanted 
to give his leadership and his, well, how people say two cents into the whole matter and help out building the team. And I respect Deshaun Watson for that. But that management said, hey, we'll agree to that. We'll let you, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you everything, you know, the decisions we're fixing to make and see what you think about them. You can give your two cents about it. We don't care. Just, you yeah. can help us out if you want to, but like, this is our deal, you know, but you, you can be yeah. there like you want to be. And, and then they go out behind his back and he has to find out on the socials later that the Texans picked up Nick Casario. And Nick Casario yeah. wasn't even his choice. He wanted to he had ended up talking on over socials to Patrick Mahomes and Mahomes was telling uh Deshaun how great a guy and how awesome the enemy is. Yeah, and for real, for those of y'all who don't know, Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so Deshaun Watson was like, hey, hit my guy Eric up, check him out, that kind of thing. And then basically over the cover of night, the Texans, they pick up Nick Casario, and then Deshaun's all ticked off about it, and he's ready to leave. He doesn't want to be at a team mm-hmm. – that doesn't – who's going to do shady stuff like that? Because that's pretty shady. If yeah. you ask me, that's pretty shady. And I mean – there, And that's wise. Like, for real, I wouldn't want to be in a place that's fixing to ruin my career. I'm out. Well, but like, for already, real. In terms of the last couple of years, they already have. For yeah. One. And for another thing, let's just be honest. Well, it wasn't exactly – that wasn't the only reason. And I hate the Texans fan base because once he came out and started talking about, you know, I want to put in my two cents, everyone was fine with it. Everyone was just like, maybe they'll do it. But as soon as they go behind his back and he speaks out about it and he claims he wants a trade because of that, which is completely reasonable. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's completely logical. No quarterback wants to stay on a team where their team does not communicate with them. Exactly, I mean, communication, bro. That's the key factor. And 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 Russell Wilson back on the topic of the day. Russell Wilson is for real trying to get that leverage of communication, and he's yeah. trying to help out, put his two cents in. You know, what leverage to where he can get almost that Patrick Mahomes slash big carpet. You know what I'm saying? Because you know yeah. he had to have heard that. That very well. Uh, long story short, during the draft of tweets, the the Chiefs management, you know, Eric Reed and all them boys, Andy Reed and all them boys, hey, we got our pick coming up next. Who do you want us to pick? So they already had who they were going to pick, but they were just asking for a final here up. Rundown for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes said, "I want Clyde Edwards Elaire, running back out of LSU." Yeah. And they and a lot of people, real, a lot of people can't too. select. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people cannot select one moment in their franchise's you know history or one moment in the last few years that their franchise has you know communicated in all three points. 
yeah. know, front office, coach and staff, and players. Players. But at that one point, that one thing that happened, that one connection, that one communication between Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the coaching staff, and the front office, and all of a sudden you look at the Chiefs and you realize that team is very connected. Dude, they want they to have good synergy. That very year. complete. Yeah, they were very, very complete because they trusted each other. That's not – that's the problem. It's not the quarterback. It's not the front office. It's the trust connection. They've lost it. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know when it started. Some people could argue that the connection between Russell Wilson and the coaching staff like Pete Carroll, that connection could have been lost after that Super Bowl whenever, you know, I'm not going to bring yeah. it up. But, uh, yeah, everyone knows I mean, what happened. And it's, it's appeared on the base that has been pretty – it's been pretty peachy for that front office, that coaching staff, and that quarterback position. Yeah. But, like, I'm just saying, Russell Wilson comes out. He's wanting a little leverage. He's trying to say, hey, I have some ideas for this team. Maybe we should build up that offensive line. And if y'all don't agree, yeah. if y'all don't want my two cents or y'all don't want my – uh, here's that y'all don't want my opinion about the, uh dealt with as far as man. You know, you don't have to go with everything Russell Wilson wants you to. Overall, he's not the boss over that, but like, just listen to your quarterback. He is, he's the leader of that team. He's good with the players. You know what I'm saying? He has to have that connection yeah. and. In, in order for it to actually be successful. And Russell Wilson's just trying to get that connection. But the, um, the fan base gets into it. Socials start going crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then the management yeah. takes it personal. And they go, well, if you do not want us, then we don't want you. Top of thing. And that how all this tension went down and now people are predicting where Russell Wilson could end up in a trade if a trade was to happen. Russell Wilson And he's even come out and said the teams that he would rather go to. Yeah. Which I actually have a list of them here. Awesome. I have a system to keep this really quick. Alright, go ahead. We eat, I name off a team and both of us, each of us gets one minute and we kind of, you know, say how we feel. And the other person cuts us off whenever it's time. Uh, I feel like that's the quickest thing. All right. So, I'm going to say the most controversial teams for last. So, we're going to start with the basics. <clears throat> well, the most controversial team. There's like one team on here that's really controversial to me. Yeah. All right. So, we'll start it out with the least controversial team, the Bears. He has said he wants to go to the Bears. So, Sammy, your one okay. minute is going now. All right, yo, for real, though, that's – yeah, I would say if Deshaun – if Russell Wilson had ended up with the Bears, bro, at the end of all this, it's almost it's almost immediate Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, there's some stuff they need to work on. The Bears, like, they need to pick up some people in free agency uh, – you know, earn some picks type of thing. Because, you know, they're trading quite a bit. Seattle Seahawks, as I said, yeah. they, 
would only take I think with three first rounds in it, they may change their minds sometime in the future. But that's Russell Wilson's worst franchise, and so I'm, I'm like I'm being for real. They, the Bears would have to yeah. give up a ton for this trade to even happen, and so there being this whole process. And yes, the Bears yeah, need yeah. that right now more than anything. I'm not even gonna lie. Really, they yep. have All to right. get this, bro. And that's your minute. All right. All right. So, I guess I'll start mine. Yeah, your turn. <clears throat> Just tell me when. All right. Three, two, one. Start. All right. So we all know the Bears' somewhat plan for Carson Wentz, fell through whenever the Colts acquired him instead. So, in that sense, they're still stuck with Mitch Trubisky. Therefore, they don't have a good backup because Nick Foles is old and he cannot produce as well anymore. So, you have Nick Foles, very aging quarterback. You have Mitch Trubisky, a first-rounder that did not pan out at all. Therefore, you need a quarterback to go good with your team. And Matt Nagy, I believe, could actually be the younger Pete Carroll. So, therefore, I just see it as a very, very good trade, depending on what they give up. That's the thing. Like you said, if they give up the right picks, they can get Russell Wilson. But other than that, I don't think there's anything that's going to go down with the Bears. Yeah. or I think the Bears are one of his better points, but... Not the best. That's a good point. So, moving on. Squad. Next team. <clears throat> the Oakland Raiders. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Still stupid. Wow. Actually. Yeah. What is, I mean, I guess they could afford to make that trade happen, you'll let me know when my mind is. Right. So I reckon that could go th- like I was saying earlier about the whole Bearson and have to give up a bunch. Real um I uh the the Seattle Seahawks would have to take a quarterback or some stud players. Oh yeah. And uh, at least a first round or two and second rounders for this deal to even go down. Do the Raiders have that kind of kind of cash in order to let this thing go through? I really don't know. I haven't looked into that yet. Mm-hmm. But um, but that would be tough on that whole Raiders franchise right now. Decently solid. I'm not even gonna lie, but like they need some moves in free agency. But that kind of trade, if it went down, bro, the Raiders, dude, in a total rebuild, they're going someplace. They're gonna do. Oh yeah. Feel like. All right. There's your cutoff. All right. Yep. And there's your cutoff. All right. So I guess I'll start whenever right. you tell me. Ready, sit, go. All right. So. We all know that Derek Carr has been 
the okay choice for quarterback because apparently John Gruden doesn't like anyone else. And we all know that Marcus Mariota was picked up, I believe, in free agency. Or was he in a trade? I believe it was a free agency. He was picked up. Yeah. And he's their backup. So here's what I'm thinking. If the Raiders really want to make a move for Russell Wilson, they will have to give up a quarterback. And in my personal opinion, I don't think Seattle will take Derek Carr. I don't think so. I believe they would value Marcus Mariota over him because, in a way, Mariota, his skills are definitely under that of Russell Wilson. He's not nearly as good, but he performs about the – you know, he doesn't perform the same, but he performs – the same on a lower level, a bit lower. Yeah. You know, he has the same skill set. He just doesn't utilize them as well. So if they wanted to, I'd say a couple first-round picks, Marcus Mariota, and maybe even giving up a wide receiver. Oh. But that's Okie dokie. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's my cutoff. Yep, that's your cutoff. All right, so third team. This actually may be controversial. The last team is more controversial to me, but this team is kind of controversial, I bet, yeah. to you. <clears throat> we have the Dallas Ooh, Cowboys. Ooh, I was actually – I was pretty certain that was going to be on this list. I'm not even going to lie yep. to y'all. Like, this could totally go down. I have so many studs oh, yeah. on that squad. That this cra- this trade could probably be the most possible, I'm sure, out of this list. And I'm trying to think of what True. I'm trying to think of what pick they have this year. Oh man. I need to be better informed about the picks that these teams have in the first round. But like You're all good. But like their their trade capital for this could totally go down. And if yeah. they picked up Russell Wilson Time for Dallas. I'm not even going to lie. Dallas, mm-hmm. I mean, they'd have to give up a bunch of really good players or two wide receivers because, I mean, you got like three or four. You got some to spare. And yeah. them a pretty good Exactly. Team. I mean, you still got CeeDee Lamb up, yeah. there, up there on that rookie contract, and you're not fixing to get rid of him. So, like, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. No. Like, keep, keep that trade in mind because that's a legit possibility. And it's probably going to be the most possible out of all these on the list today. Right. Awesome. Okay, there's your cutoff. <laughs> all right. So, I guess it's my turn next. Just kind of keep track. You don't all have right. to tell me yeah, where to go. Yeah, keep track. <clears throat> all right. So, we are going to start off probably – at the base level of this, Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott cannot agree on a contract. Therefore, it's mostly it's more it's probably most likely going to happen that Dak leaves in free agency. If they can make the right moves, Seattle can give Russell Wilson to the Cowboys and get a hefty sum in return, and they can always go after a quarterback. I mean, during free agency. This year is kind of loaded down with decent younger quarterbacks, not just Dak. You got Jacoby Brissett. You know, you have Andy Dalton, who's not old, but he's still serviceable. So, I mean, you have all these good skilled skilled players 
at the quarterback position during free agency. So go for that. And like you said, get maybe a wide receiver or two, because let's be honest, their wide receiver core is on the older aging side and they really need to renew it. So go for a wide receiver too. Maybe Michael Gallup. I would, I doubt. Oh, it'd be a cold day in hell before Amari Cooper leaves the Cowboys. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So, yeah. Michael Gallup seems more expendable in my opinion. That's just me. I'm sorry to Michael Gallup fans, but that's just my opinion. That's And that's my cutoff. Next team. Final team is the most controversial in my opinion. The New Orleans Saints. Wait. Yeah. Wow. The Saints. I actually never yeah. even thought about that as like a situation for Russell Wilson. Is, yep. He said Saints. Is I don't Teddy know Bridgewater you. still there? No. Teddy's. Wait. Teddy's over in Carolina now. Oh, that's right. Up. Yeah. He's. He's. Yeah, yeah, he's been there. So for, he's been with there the roster him. for the Saints right now. You have Drew Brees starting. You have Taysom Hill as backup, and you got Jameis. Jameis Winston. Winston thank you. I was trying to think of who it was. It wasn't Teddy. Yep. Jameis Winston. I know. Yeah, Teddy's with the Panthers. Uh so now I'm on track. So yeah, that, that still though, Taysom Hill and and Jameis Winston. I mean, you can't complain with that whenever you got a a stud running back like Alvin Kamara, you know, when Drew Brees does retire, um, it's looking like he could do that soon, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Within the yeah. next year, I'm going to bet because I don't know. I hate to say, I hate to see it. You always hate to see your favorite players yeah. retire. And Drew Brees is in my top five favorite quarterbacks. It, it's sad to me, but I know sooner or later he's going to hang up the cleats. He's going to be done. I mean, same yeah. way with Fitz. One, probably my favorite wide receiver to ever play. You know, they're going to hang up the cleats at some point. And as much as it pains me to say that, it's true. So, I mean, you got to put it in perspective like that. And they're going to need a solid choice. Yeah, just, just being honest, that's real is. Yeah, and all right, I'm going to let you have your minute, and then I'm going to go. So, now. All right, so, for real, though, if this trade was to go down in any way possible, we know that New Orleans State's team studded, but, like, you wouldn't be in total rebuild mode. It would be more like starting out fresh. Almost in a way, not not in a rebuild yeah. fresh, like you're losing everybody. And then you're just starting off with a clean slate. But I'm just saying, like, you're you're still going to have some, some players on that squad. That's going to be worth something. You're probably going to fight Michael Tom that for this kind of this kind of trade. You're probably getting rid of somebody like Michael Thomas or the likes of Michael Thomas. Uh. Something like that. Some yeah. pigs, you know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. But like, yeah, for a trade like this, I'd like to butt in, but I'll yeah, leave you for to a you. trade like you'd have to get something going like that. You'd have to get a trade cooking like that. Right. So you're losing too much. 
But like Russell Wilson there, bro, he he could change a franchise for any team. And and he could send oh, yeah. the New Orleans Saints a good ways. Like the Saints are already a studied team right now. You could you could make the argument oh, yeah. that they're one of the more the most studied teams in the league right now, you know, as far as balancing and a, a good yeah. defense, a solid defense, and a, a really solid offense as far as balance goes, and a pretty solid special teams. You know, like some teams have a yeah, and a and a and a decent defense, but like not a well balanced solid D as well. Gotcha. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh Oh, I shouldn't have said one minute. Oh, yeah? I probably need about yeah. five minutes. I probably need about five minutes to discuss my thoughts on this. And my uh, feelings. Yeah. Hey, uh, no pressure. But I'll try yeah, to cram it all in this, ain't, this is the end, so I mean, you can have, you can have your few minutes. Nah, right. I'll take my one. Just to make sure this isn't too long. Alright, where to begin? Well, like I said earlier... It pains me to say it, but Drew Brees is going to hand the cleats in a couple of years. Maybe even this year. It hurts just saying that. But he's going to. And Taysom's a backup. Most people think he could carry the franchise on his own, but no, he's a backup. He's a good second option. Jameis Winston, we all saw with the Buccaneers. I don't think it was the coaching staff there. I think it was just him as a player. So, I believe he stays where he is. Russell Wilson, however, could come in and change a lot. And they would have to give up a lot for him. Although I wouldn't say Michael Thomas. That's the thing. It seems like he's way too valuable to the Saints, you know, to the Saints themselves. So, if I were to say probably one player they give up, Hmm. Maybe Marshawn Lattimore. He's older. I know he holds a lot more weight, but he's older. So they'd probably give him up. Or maybe Emmanuel Sanders. A bit younger. Not as productive wide receiver, but he's But good. see, it'd probably take something so. like a trade like Emmanuel Sanders, Marshawn Lattimore, and some guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd probably say Marshawn Lattimore... Um, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and a first and maybe that's your a third cutoff. But I mean, we need to talk to about this rough. like together. You know what I'm saying? Because this is a good topic. This is in, in depth, depth, bro. Yeah. Like for real, that trade going down would have to be. It would have to be more than just one decently solid player, and maybe like a couple second round picks for Russell Wilson. I'm just saying. Any franchise. That's why I don't see it yeah. going down as much with a squad like the Raiders or uh, who was the first team? It was. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think the first team. Uh, the uh, the, Bears, the Bears, man. Like their trade yeah. capital. I'm just saying, bro. Like I don't see it going down as much with them. But I do see it being a serious possibility yeah. if they go all out. They're like, hey, we're in total re-mode. 
let's let's do this. Let's 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 try this out. You know, Russell Wilson ain't that old. And for real, it's still a stud. Yeah. He's always been a stud, and I doubt that will change anytime soon. So, if he's going anywhere, oh, yeah. he's going to change that Come place on. around. It's just like Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, he produced so well on the Texans. I believe they only had three wins last year, and he's still four wins. Four. Yes. It was four. I think it was, it was four, four wins. Yeah, and so I mean, it's players like that. If you get, it's very rare to see them being in trade talks, especially at the same time. Hold Deshaun Watson and uh, Russell Wilson deal going down, but they're so rare. Yeah. It's so rare to see that that's going to be in their prime, no matter where they're at and whether the team around them is any good or not. They're going to be producing, and you know that. You know they're going to produce. They're yeah. going to bring their best in and day out. Let's say about the topic. Mm-hmm. Complete agreement. Definitely. All of that. Very truthful. But I feel like we're going to have to cut the episode off here. The second half is probably a little bit longer than I anticipated. Yep. That's all right. A lot of good discussion was A happening. lot of good discussion. That's all people want out of these episodes. So we're going to go ahead and say goodnight. And thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. It means a lot. And we are grinding. We are almost to 2,000 plays. Yes, sir. I will say that. It is incredible. Y'all are great. God is amazing. I mean, it's unimaginable to think. We've still got over a month to go, maybe a month and a half or two before we hit our one-year anniversary, and we've already pretty much got our Yeah, I'm pretty plays. sure it was, like, draft so we're not, not gonna when this whole thing to... went down. It was draft not so. Yeah. But we'll get into that detail whenever we make yes. our one-year anniversary. We'll get into the detail of how this all started. But for now, we'll bid you adieu and uh-huh. God say goodnight. And... Yeah, don't forget to keep him first, and we'll see you all in the next one.